Hi everyone and welcome to the Poema Podcast. It's great to have you here. I'm James Prescott, your host. Um, it's really great to have you. And today is a bit different. We haven't got a guest today. Um, I do these solo episodes from time to time and um, we've had a lot of great guests on recently and got a few more coming up in the next few weeks. Um, and um, yeah, it's great to be here and I'm going to be just sharing a little bit of story, my own story, some reflections today. Um, so it'll be a bit shorter than normal, um, which will be a relief for you, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, I just want to share a bit of a story, really, um, and it's about ego, and how ego can govern our decisions, and how we need to actually let go of our ego, and that actually when we let go of our ego, and when our ego is not making the decisions, then suddenly we can be in a much healthier place. You know, because I... Um, as many you know, I had a book that came out um, a couple of months ago, Mosaic of Grace. It's a book about grace, about what grace is, about why it's important, um, with some stories about grace from my own life and other people's lives and from scripture and talking about how when we let grace into our lives, it can give us hope, it can transform us, it confronts the truth about who we are, about our value, about our worth as we are and about the things that we need to change in our lives and it can transform us. And um, you can get that book on Amazon right now. And um, um, yeah, but it came out a couple of months ago. And and yeah, and since then I've struggled to write. You know, I've written I've written a lot of guest blog posts for other sites. I've had some guest posts on the Write Practice, on Positive Writer, on some other places. I've had a few blog posts on my own site. Um, and they've probably been some of the most honest stuff that I've written. Um, because I've been in that place where I just not, but it's but they've been a battle to write. You know, I never used to have to struggle to write. I never used to have to battle to to write a piece. I used to just I was one there was one point I was in a place where I was just like a machine almost. I was just writing. I had all all this stuff coming out for me. You know, just every day I was writing for like an hour at least every day. Um, and I was like two blog posts a day, you know, I had so many blog posts, I had, I had, you know, I had like weeks and weeks and weeks of blog posts in advance, you know, and now kind of the opposite is the case, you know, I've still got a lot of ideas, I've still got a lot of things I want to write, but writing them is much, much harder work than it used to be, and so I've written a lot of stuff recently, I've written a lot of blog posts and had a lot of stuff published, and that's fantastic, and um, it's really great to be able to share work with people, and I have more stuff that's coming out, I have more guest posts that are going to be coming out, and that's going to be great. Um, but, you know, I've struggled with writing for a, for a, for a while. It's been, an, it's, been a, it's been challenging for me. Um, and I didn't realise that writers have these seasons. You know, talking to writers that I know who are more experienced than me, um, these seasons happen where you just don't want to write, where you don't love writing anymore, and where it's a burden, where it's an obligation, where it's a duty, where it's like, oh, do I have to go and do that? You know, and that's and that's a normal human thing. That's not an abnormal thing to happen. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad writer. And so it doesn't make you not called to be writing. It doesn't like invalidate a call to to be a writer. I still. I still very much feel called to write. I feel like that's one of the things that one of the gifts that I have. Um, it's something that I love to do at, at, at my best, and I have a lot of things I want to write. I have a lot of book ideas. I have a lot of 
things I want to, to, to do with write, my writing gift. You know, I still have a lot of things that I want to achieve as a writer. So, um, it's, you know, there's no suggestion for me that I'll be giving up writing, you know, full permanently at all. I mean, I don't ever want to do that. I wouldn't ever want to give up writing completely. Um, and I never will. And I love coaching writers. I love helping writers find their voice and get into good writing habits and to overcome their fears and anxieties about um, starting a blog or writing a book or anything like that. I love to do that. And I will always love to do that as well and speak about um, finding your true voice, finding your soul voice, finding your soul business and connecting with your heart and um, finding your true creative voice. I love to speak about those kind of things and um, so I'll always and I always will and so I will continue to write um, but what I realized over time is that um, that there was more of my ego involved in my writing than I had realized um, a few years ago I, I I got to a point where my writing was suffering um, it was, it wasn't as good as it was. I didn't have as much, didn't have anything to say anymore, and I realised I'd been writing for to pe- to please people, not um, out of something that was in my heart. So I took some time off. Right, I took some time off public writing. I just said, right, no, no public writing for as long as it takes for me to reconnect with my heart. And I just spent fifteen, twenty minutes a day free writing and. Um, that's what I would do, just, you know, stream of consciousness writing um, for nobody apart from myself. And that, over t- over time, a lot of, I started to dig through the dross on the surface and start to get to my heart. And I found a lot of ideas, I found a lot of thoughts and reflections on creativity on writing on identity on calling and suddenly all this stuff was just flowing out of me and it became the most creative period of my life and the most the time I've enjoyed writing the most because I wasn't writing for anybody else I was writing for me and my ego wasn't involved anymore it was just about like I'm just doing this because I like to because I want to because it pleases me to do it and and I don't care what anyone else thinks, in a sense. I just want to just write because it's because I've got all this stuff inside of me that needs to come out. I didn't even know it was there, but it was, but it is. And I, yeah. So, and so that kind of turned into a ton of blog posts and a couple of eBooks, and um, it turned into coaching. It turned, you know, that's where all of that came from. That period, and um, and what I've realised recently is that over the last few years with Promoting my blog and um, building my subscriber list, which has been awesome. You know, it's great to build community. I've built a Facebook community called Writers Together, where a lot of us get together and we talk about writing and we share our struggles and our fears and we um, encourage each other and support each other and share our work with each other. And it's really great community that I love being part of. I love to lead that community, and um, that came out of that period as well. You know, and I I'd love. I've been I've been loving building that up and I and and you know if you're not part of that community then please go to Facebook and find it and join us because it's um, a fantastic community where writers can grow together and be vulnerable and uh, a safe space to be honest about our struggles and to talk about them 
and um, so I, I really want to invite you to be part of that as well and um, and I'm still part of that group and that's that group is thriving and I, I love being part of that group and you know and doing all of that has been fantastic and um, and launching a book has been a phenomenal experience I've learned so much uh, from the process of, of writing and editing and publishing a book you know I mean I didn't edit my book um, I worked with a really great editor who did a fantastic job and um, we literally did the editing via Skype because she would do a bit of editing privately and then we'd talk it through together and go through the whole, we went through the whole book together editing rewriting um, hours and hours and hours hundreds of hours of Skype calls and it was like a masterclass in publishing and writing a book and I learned so much from that and um, then the whole marketing like the book launch everything of the book itself was a was an ex- was a great experience for me and um it was a successful launch and um you know I got some good feedback from that from a lot of people including people that I didn't expect to get good feedback from so um you know and I've learned so much from all of that but the thing is when you launch a book when you launch a, when you launch any kind of big event big project whatever um you launch it and you have this big high when it comes out and it's a really great great moment and it's a moment of joy and celebration and then you have this moment where you come down again and it's like, right, that happened. So what do I do now? You know, I mean, what do I, what, what's next? You know, and the problem for me was when I launched my book, I didn't have another project to go to. I didn't, I wasn't sure, and I'm still not 100% sure what my next project's going to be. You know, and there was a big come down, and and so I kind of just had to kind of like, what am I going to do now? You know, and like, I, you know, I had a lot of guest posts um, lined up, all of which have gone out. You know, like for the right practice and positive writer and multiply goodness and a whole load of other um, guest posts that have gone out. I've been doing a lot of guest blogging. Uh, I've been doing a lot of blogging on my own site and. I had all of that to do, but I didn't have another book project to do. And and I've been struggling with writing for a while, you know, and it's been a battle. And I started talking to my spiritual director about it and to um, my coach about it. And what I began to realise is that really I needed to give myself permission to just take a break. To just have a month or two or, or three where I could say, I don't have to write. I'm not going to write. I don't have to write. I'm, I'm, it's okay for me not to write. I'm just going to take some time. I'm going to do a lot of reading. I'm going to do a lot of learning. I'm going to do a lot of self-care. Um, I'm going to um, find joy in other things in life. I'm going to... I'm going to start reflecting on things. I'm going to go to a different part of my brain and just allow things to marinate for a while and that is a perfectly normal part of life I mean it's actually in a sense it's a Sabbath Um, Sabbath is actually you know is a really good practice it's something that I'm passionate about something that I've written about and I would like to write more about and um, Sabbath for me is it's not simply about a, like a Sunday and it's not simply about not going to work. Sabbath is when 
you stop doing the things that you normally do and you lay them down and you, you give yourself permission not to do them and you surrender them you, in a sense you surrender them back to God you say this doesn't this is not my God this is not what defines me this is not what um, this is not what's going to be the thing that consumes me this will not dictate everything in my life my life is not ruled by this um, and because when you can't let go of something then it becomes your God and it becomes what defines your value and your worth and Sabbath the principle of Sabbath is really about laying something down and saying it this is not my God and actually the original concept was was part, was was linked into this it was like saying actually the Lord Yahweh is my God not my work and um, I will lay down my work for a day and to, and honor God the God who is God and the God of every single day the God of the six days that I work and the, the, the one day that I don't and he is my God and I think for me I need to be I needed to be reminded of that and I need to give myself permission to just say I don't have to write writing does not define who I am writing does not define my value and my worth and my identity how many people read my work is not a measure of how valuable I am and so I will not let that and I don't want to let writing define me and I maybe and maybe I have for a while maybe I haven't I haven't even realized it maybe I've let what other people think of my writing define me you know I think I've moved beyond the the stage where I write to please other people I don't do that anymore I haven't done that for years but I don't think I've moved quite beyond the what people think of my work defines my value I still think there's a little part of me that is a people pleaser and that doesn't impact what I write but it impacts how I respond to what people think of what I write um, and so um I'm just going to lay it down. I'm going to take a Sabbath. A Sabbath of maybe a month or two or whatever. And just say, you know what? I don't have to write. I don't have to write to find joy in life. I don't have to write to um, have a fulfilling life. I don't have to write to be a valuable person. I don't have to write to be me. My value, my worth, doesn't come from writing. My value and my worth comes from the fact that I am enough, that I belong, that I am lovable, that I am beloved as I am. What I do does not define who I am. It does not define my identity. It does not define my value. I, I, I say this to people a lot when I'm in my writing, in my coaching. I always say this to people. Our value doesn't come from what we do. It's in who we are. That's what beginning with grace is all about. And, But even if we know this stuff, we, always, we often need to be reminded of it. And I think I need to be reminded of it. And I've never really given myself permission to not write. It's like it's all, writing's always been, well, that's my calling, that's my gift, that's something I have to do, therefore I have to do it. And that, actually that's probably not a healthy thing to do. Sometimes it can be healthy to be intentional and to write and to do whatever we're called to do even if we don't feel like it. Sometimes that's a good thing. 
Um, to be intentional even, and to do something when we don't feel like it can be a good thing, for sure. And there's space for that, and there's a time for that. Um, but there's also a time where you have to say, oh, hold on, this is defining who I am. I'm, I'm beginning to let myself bet, my, get defined by what I do. I'm beginning to let my value come from what I do. And my security and my identity come from what other people think of what I do. And how successful I am at what I do. And when you get to that place, you need to lay it down. You need to say, okay, I'll give myself permission not to do this. And I'm going to be intentional about not doing this for a while. And actually actually realise and relearn that my value comes from just the fact that I am enough and that I belong. And that I am loved for who I am as I am, not by, and I'm not defined by what I do. And um, to lay the ego down. And to say, you know what, ego is kind of good for confidence, it's good for motivating ourselves, it's good for, you know, building ourselves up. There's a place for ego, but there's also a lot of unhealthy stuff that comes from ego as well. And ego can't be, the problem with ego is when people let ego drive the car of our lives. It's not ego in itself, it's when we let ego dictate everything. When we let ego control everything. When we put ego in the driving seat. And ego cannot be in the driving seat of our lives. It's like fear. Fear can be useful, it can, it can stop us crossing the road when there's a car coming. It can save our lives, but it doesn't, doesn't get to control the car. It doesn't get to drive the car of our lives. That, it doesn't work like that. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, you go to these, you go to fear, and you go to ego, and you say, you know what? I know you have value. I know why you're here, and I'm grateful for for what you give to me in a good way. I'm grateful for the confidence and the motivation and and the positive attitude that ego gives me. I'm grateful for um, to fear for saving my life, for stopping me from crossing the road when there's a car coming. But you don't get to control everything. You don't get to dictate how I live my life and what I do with my life and how I see myself. And healthy living is when you're able to put those things in the back seat and say you're important and you have value, but you don't get to control everything. And um, and so that's what I'm trying to do with this little break is just say, okay, these ego, you're important and you're good, but you don't get to dictate everything. And my value doesn't come from what I do. It comes from who I am. And it's okay to not do things for a while and to give yourself breathing space to allow yourself to decompress, to get yourself refreshed and renewed, to recharge, um, to get away from the hustle. And that is a good thing. And so that's what I'm doing. And it's time, you know, and I think I want to encourage you that if something is becoming a burden, if something is becoming like, oh, I have to do this. I don't want to do this anymore, I don't even love this anymore, it's like every day I'm just thinking about it, like I can't, I can't get this thing out of my life, I just don't want to do it, it's just too much. If it's bringing you down, if it's sapping the life out of you, if it's draining you of energy, if it's just becoming like a, a heavy weight and it's just weighing you down, just give yourself permission to take a break. That's totally okay and it's actually really healthy. And actually give, give yourself permission to take a break with the intention of, I will come back to this. This is not, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up on this. I want, actually what I'm doing is um, self-care. 
is actually I'm I value I value this part of my life so much that I'm going to take a break from it and come back to it when I'm in a healthier place. You know, I'm not taking a break from writing because I don't love writing. I'm taking a break from writing because I love writing and because I want to write, because I have lots of books and blog posts that I want to write. But to be able to do that from a healthy place, I need to take a break and decompress and get get out of my get out of my head and and just spend some time away learning and reading and reflecting and and finding joy in other things and then I can come back to writing in a healthy place and the writing I ultimately do will be better and that's what I want I want to create the best work I possibly can I want to write the best books and the best blog posts that I possibly can and a really healthy way to do that is to go and to take a break and then come back and whatever it is in life that, that, that is that for you, whether it, whatever, whatever, I don't know what it is for you. Um, it might be painting, it might be, um, it might be, um, I don't know, sewing. It could be anything, music or whatever your kind of vocation is. And it's weighing you down, you can't deal with it anymore, then take a break. And if it's your job, then go and find another job. Literally, go find another job. Like, I mean, don't quit your job like with no job to go to, but go find another job. You know, we need to, we need to, we need to, we need to self care. We need to do self care. It's really, really important. Like, because if we're not in a healthy place, then we can't be in. We can't be as much use to other people. You know, you matter more than what you do. That's 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 the bottom line. You matter more than what you do and so you need to take care of yourself and if that means taking a break from the thing that you're called to do for a month or two or whatever um that's okay that's a good thing because actually what you're doing is you're saying this gift this calling this vocation this passion of mine matters so much to me that i will take a break from it and i will care for it and i will i will care for myself and care for that part of me and come back to it from a healthier place where I can use it well where I can steward it well um, because when you practice self-care you're taking care not just of yourself but of the things that you care about when you practice self-care when you take a break from what you're called to do you're caring for what you're called to do and you're saying that I value this a lot so I will take a break from it and come back in a healthier place where I can use this gift, where I can pursue this vocation in a healthy place, in a healthy way. And ultimately that's better for you and it's better for the world. And that's what I want to encourage you in today. It's totally worth it. Um, and it is a discipline and it does take work, especially at the beginning. Um, and what you need to get to is a place where it's a challenge for you to come back. Well, I, the first time I took a break from writing, public writing, when I had to come back, I didn't really want to. Uh, I was loving writing so much. I was loving creating. I was loving coming up with ideas and just writing for me. And I didn't really want to come back. I, did, I, I didn't. Um, but I knew that writing was something I was called to do and something, a gift that I was called to share with the world. So I had to be intentional about coming back to it. And I'm glad that I did that because I ultimately what happened was a load of blog posts came out of it and a you know, Mosaic of Grace, my book came out of that 
and um, a lot of ebooks came out of that, which helped a lot of people. So um, you have to be intentional about coming back as well. Um, but um, it starts with being intentional about taking a break. Um, whatever it is for you, care for yourself. Care for your vocation, care for your calling by taking a break from it with the intention of, I will come back and I will, I, this is, I'm, I'm taking a break because this is important to me and I want to make sure that I'm stewarding this well and that it doesn't, but that, it, but, it, but that this calling, this gift, this passion is not defining my value or my worth. That I am more, that I am more important than my calling. That I am more, that I matter more than what I do. That my value is more than what I do. And you are saying that you are valuable and beyond anything that you do. When you when you take a break and you lay it down and have a Sabbath, with the intention of I will come back to this from a healthier place, and then when I come back to it, I will do better work. And I will be able to serve others better with this gift. So that's all from me today. I hope you enjoyed this. And um, take care of yourself. And um, we're back next week with another episode with another guest. I'm really excited about um, some of the guests we've got coming up in the next few weeks. And I know you're going to love it. So um, have a great week. And I'll speak to you soon.